Welcome to Rainmakers. Now to our host, Carl Grant. Welcome to Rainmakers. I'm here with Catherine Cartini, founder and partner of Chloe Capital. Welcome, Kate. Thanks so much for having me, Carl. So Kate and I have known each other for a while now. I don't know mm -hmm. how many years it's been, but we got to know each other when you were wearing one of your many hats. You wear a lot of hats and we can talk about that. You were um, the marketing person for Upstate Venture Connect, I believe, when we met. And you were up there large and in charge speaking uh, on the podium. Um, and and then we became friends as Cooley sponsored that event. And then you've done all sorts of entrepreneurial things since then. And let's talk about some of them. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. So you're right. I was with Upstate Venture Connect working with the founder of Trinet, Martin Babinick. And uh, it, was, it was my honor. I had um, left upstate New York and pursued my career in journalism and then became a marketer um, and opened up a little marketing firm. So when a family member fell ill and I moved back home to upstate New York, I connected with Martin and he had just had a successful IPO with his company and he wanted to create a connected ecosystem in upstate New York that was similar to what he was seeing in Silicon Valley. And recognizing um, that I had that marketing experience and sales experience, he tapped me on the shoulder to assist him in, in growing Upstate Venture Connect, which is really just about connecting entrepreneurs to the resources they need to grow businesses like Trinet in upstate New York and therefore create a bunch of jobs and make sure that all of the students that we graduate from our upstate New York universities don't have to leave us. They can stay right here and prosper. And and he did a, he's done a great job with that. I'm friends with him as well, knowing him back to when he first got the company started, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. And so he was our common connection there. And then you've gone off and, and let's talk about your, your current role. Four and a half years, you've been developing Chloe Capital. This is a women-focused venture fund. Yes. And um, these things are not easy to do. I did a small fund uh, a while back and I know how hard it is. So talk about the challenges and the relationships you've had to develop to do this. Yeah, so you're right. It's it's not an easy task for certain. But here is uh, what I learned from my time at Upstate Venture Connect. It really is all about relationships and business development, and no one does that better than you, Carl. So when we set out to create a movement to invest in women, um, all of our mentors said it's not going to be easy, it's going to be expensive, it's going to be a long journey, et cetera, et cetera. And we took it on the chin and we said, but if we can just get five people to support us, and then those five people told five more people and et cetera, et cetera, then we might have a shot at this. And that's exactly what we did. We started about four or five years ago, and it really was just a program to teach women how to invest. And we went to the Mohawk Mountain House and it was just a beautiful retreat. And um, alongside us, we invited experts in the industry from Portfolia and Ostia Angels and Golden Seeds. And we said, please teach us what you know. And then we invited five women-led technology companies into the experience so they could learn alongside the investors. And at the end of the day, we ended up making an investment in a woman from Ann Arbor, Michigan, who is a mother of five 
and she had actually um, had her baby, her fifth baby during the due diligence process. So she brought Lucy to the event, still breastfeeding, was breastfeeding in the back of the room when we announced her as the recipient of our first investment. And you know, what is a mom's CEO to do? But she just threw the blanket over Lucy. And you can see in the pictures, Lucy's little feet sticking out from underneath the blanket. And at that time, Lisa and I looked at each other and several members in the room said, you know, ladies, uh, this is more than what you think it is. And what do you need to bring this experience to our city? And we looked at each other and we said, you know what, well, we need to raise more money. We need to have sponsors to go on tour. We certainly need to be connected with more amazing women like Kim Gamez from Mi Padrino to invest in. And they said, done, done, and done. So you see, Carl, that was the movement just sparking itself. And it was all about um, getting some amazing people in the room that uh, wanted to support what we were doing and they wanted us to succeed. That's great. So. I was surprised to learn when you and I caught up recently that you have not just a fund focused on women, but half of your fund is focused on minority women. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, again, this has been about four and a half, five years now. And our investment thesis, or shall I say our impact thesis, is to invest in women-led technology companies. And that means at least one uh, person who identifies as a female owning 20% of the company. So sorry, guys that email me on LinkedIn that say I'm married and my wife owns 50% of what I own. That is true. But in our case, that does not qualify. You need to have 20% on the cap table. But in addition to that, um, we are recognizing through not only studies out there from PitchBook and uh, Cambridge Associates, but now our own portfolio, that women-led technology companies with diverse leadership teams are performing better. They're generating more revenue. They're exiting a little bit faster. They're producing greater returns for investors. So not only is our impact thesis the right thing to do, it's good business. And we now, um, or we have always said, wouldn't it be wonderful if we could really go out there and find amazing champions? And those champions, when we look back, were 50% people of color. So we had it as an intention, and we are very pleased to have uh, made that intention come to life. And now with the support of some amazing investors and the successful second close of our impact fund, we can really go out there and put that intention to good use and we can be truly searching for BIPAC founders. So what most people listening to this don't realize, they think of the venture fund business as this glamorous, uh, glorious business where you invest money, um, but you also have to raise money. That's the really yeah. hard part of this business. And so when you have a focus like that, where you're focusing on women and half minority women, what kind of limited partner base do you raise from and how do you get to them? Yeah, that is a great point. So for us, even though we, um, in before we started our impact fund, we had already been investing on special purpose vehicles and already had six investments that were doing very well. So when we opened our $25 million impact fund, we were still considered first time fund managers and we're women. So as much as people don't want to admit that it is more difficult for a woman or a minority to raise funding, it truly is. So we had a lot stacked against us, Carl, but 
again, we had developed what other people were calling a movement and they were all willing to assist us in some way, shape or form. And invest in women to us means so much more than writing a check. Again, it's really more about who do you know and how, how can I help? So uh, what we are looking for right now, since we are a little too small for institutional capital is we love to surround ourselves with high net worth individuals or family offices. And we see that the family offices and individuals who come on board with us already have in their um, line sites uh, uh, an impact mission of their own. And um, so it's really just about them already aligning with the opportunity to invest in women and people of color. Um, they come on board and they support us wholeheartedly. Now let's talk about some of the other hats you wear. Um, mm -hmm. How many hats do you wear today? Oh, I don't know. Really, honestly, I'm really just spending time on two on two things and then just helping others whenever I can. Okay. And Republic so is probably um, the other hat that I'm wearing the most right now. And I got to tell you, if, if founders out there do not know or are not embracing crowdfunding, Republic is really taking the world by storm. It's a crowdfunding platform that allows you to raise up to $5 million from accredited and non-accredited individuals. And they really do a stellar job at handling um, the marketing that we need in the digital age to get your opportunity in front of the masses. Look, um, so talk to talk a little bit about how the crowdfunding process works, because I think yeah. of re relationships being very important in fundraising. People like yeah. to get deals referred to them by people yeah. they know. Angels like that, venture capitalists like that. Who are these crowdfunders and how do you establish that relationship? Absolutely. So it is a new dawn of fundraising. You're right. Whereas before, when you were just starting out and raising pre-seed, you had to connect with local angels in your town, right? And it was more of an affinity based on where you went to school or, again, who you knew, but mostly ge geographic. With crowdfunding, it's about the experts at Republic performing the due diligence for you, since maybe you might just be dipping your toe into the investing arena and you need someone to kick tires and learn from them. And then going out there and seeing who, what um, industry or what product or what service from your experience in business resonates with you. And there's where you're finding the affinity, right? It's like, if you know about a certain topic and you can really see, ah, all right, this solution is really gonna go the distance, then you're supporting it based on that and the, and the due diligence is already done for you and wrapped up in a bow. Um, I can say that the marketing certainly plays a strong, um, a strong card in all of it. And that's why a platform like Republic is so stellar because they are amazing at digital marketing, but people do attract people and it gives others the confidence to put down a little bit of a bet when they see that so many others have supported the company. So it's kind of like, um, it catches on fire, wildfire. Is that the is that the saying? But it, it catches on fire when you see so many people um, put in little bets on crowdfunding, and then it you know it all adds together. And then if you're a founder or even an investor, you may say, "But no, I don't want all of those investors on my cap table." Well, that's not how it works. It's on a crowd safe. So all of the investors, regardless of how small, could be a hundred dollars. You are now all bundled together, and um, you only see the investment in its entirety in one line on a cap table. All right. Now I'm going to ask you an off the wall question. Sure. I, I, 
only because I, I know this about you. I've walked down the street with you in Saratoga Springs <laughs> yeah. with your dog. You yeah. have a Dalmatian. And, yeah. um, you know, nobody noticed me. Perhaps they noticed you, <laughs> but everybody noticed your dog. And, and your dog, I forget the dog's name, but I yeah. remember that it has its own Instagram page. Oh, it sure does. We're even monetizing it at one point. So how does the dog play into your business development activity? OMG. All right. So my dirty little secret, my dog son, Chex, C-H-E-X, is my best salesperson because everyone loves him. You're right. He's striking. He's friendly. And, uh, you know, I love living in Saratoga Springs, New York, because we're known for our horse racing here. And there are a few months in the summer, particularly, where tons of people come in from all over the world for the horse races. And walking up and down Broadway is like the equivalent of owning a sandwich shop and being out front with like a sandwich costume. And, uh, you know, we enjoy it. He enjoys it. But it's more than just business. Um, we do a lot of community service work, Carl. And, uh, you know, we're, we're out there with the fire department in the parades and we're welcoming people to the town alongside the chamber and uh he really enjoys it and i really enjoy giving back because people adore him so much that's cute so I, you've made some hard decisions regarding you know developing a family and things like that you're a very driven woman but i don't think everybody has to make that decision you talked about funding the woman with five kids which amazes yeah. me i have five kids and, and i know yeah. what that's like and and you know i don't know how I don't know how she was developing a business and having a fifth kid. It just seems nearly impossible, but I, yeah. you know, I guess it is possible. So for the young woman um, listening, uh, who's, who's like, wow, you know, I want to, I want to do what she does. What advice do you have for her? Um, whew, that is a hard one because it is just so specialized, but you know, um, the advice that we got before we started Chloe Capital, though it was difficult to swallow, it was true. It is very difficult. And just like anything, if you are going to go all in and be passionate about something, that the more yes you say, you have to say no to other things. So, you know, before you do anything in life, and it doesn't have to be venture, it doesn't have to be starting a business, it could be raising a family, just know that there are only so many hours in a day so many days in a week, so many weeks in a month. And you really have to commit to whatever in your heart you are passionate about and understand that you just can't do it all. You will never be able to do it all. There's no such thing as perfect. And as much as we all will try, there really is no such thing as balance in life. If you say yes to one thing, you will have to say no to something else. And as long as you can be secure within yourself to know that the things that you are saying no to are the things that you were not the number one most passionate about and be okay with that, then in my book, you are doing the right thing. You should never have any regrets. Catherine Cartini, co-founder and partner of Chloe Capital. Thank you so much. Great advice. Appreciate you joining us. Thank you, Carl. And if you like what you heard today on Rainmakers, please subscribe, please rate the podcast and share it with your friends. You have been listening to Rainmakers with Carl Grant.